Stay tuned for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. And welcome back to the Sean Casey Show. It is once again a podcast for patriots. We the people. We are the resistance. We continue uh, to try to stop the march to Marxism and the transformation from an ex- the most exceptional nation on earth, the United States of America, into the progressives Marxist hellhole uh, being led by Chairman Joe Cacklin Kamala and the rest of the uh, progressive apparatchiks uh, in, um, in in government right now in our country. Uh, and again, uh, we're looking at, this is a Saturday, the Casey Commentary, uh, and there is there is good election news to cover, uh, and we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but reading the exit polls uh, from this past week, we're getting a, a clearer picture of exactly what happened. Why no red wave? Why no red tsunami? Bloodbath? More of a red trickle or red ripple? Uh, well, the truth is, uh, we went over in previous episodes on uh, much of it you can blame on Republican leadership. Uh, the Mc leadership, as I call them, McCarthy, McConnell, and McDaniel. I know right now the scapegoating is all directed towards Donald Trump in an effort for uh, the establishment, the swamp, uh, and others to try to take him out by elevating Ron DeSantis. Uh, but uh, Trump is on track uh, to continue uh, his uh, big announcement on Tuesday evening from Mar-a-Lago. We do know that the independent swung for Democrats, even though it was by one point. Uh, that one point makes a huge difference nationwide. Had it swung the other way, it had been probably bigger seat pickup in the House uh, and uh, the Senate more convincing. Uh, as of right now, by the time we went to uh, to record this on this Saturday, November the 12th, we uh, were at 211 seats, still about seven sh- uh, seats short uh, for the Republican majority in the House, and we're still at 49-48 uh, in the Senate. Uh, we won't know really the results of Nevada uh, and or uh, Arizona until next week, although uh, there's a late-breaking story. Uh, Carrie Lake is saying there are significantly more Republican ballots outstanding than they originally thought. That is good news for not only Carrie Lake, but also for Blake Masters and for Mark Fincham, who'd like to be the new Secretary of State. She basically is saying Katie Hobbs is zero path to victory. They should be signed, sealed, and delivered. And she's warning, stay tuned for a bombshell. That could break uh, at any moment uh, over the weekend or first thing on Monday. One thing I think we do have to admit, Republicans need to get better at ballot harvesting if, if we're going to continue down this road of the mail-in ballots. I don't know if we're ever going to put Jeannie uh, back in the bottle, but that's one thing we need to work on, and uh, we need to work on that uh, right away. Uh, but the good news, besides the independent, that was that was the main thing. The other thing that the pollsters got wrong was the most important issues. Yes, inflation, the economy, gas prices, grocery prices at all. That was a major issue for a lot of voters, and that probably is what, at the end of the day, gave the Republicans the House and perhaps might give them the Senate after the Georgia runoff, if not before. Uh, But the other issues uh, that uh, the border, way down there, immigration was not 
as crucial as because let's face it most everybody in the country doesn't feel a pain of the border except for those in texas arizona new mexico and california uh, and then maybe in the deep south and uh, the stunts of bussing people to martha's vineyard uh you know didn't really resonate didn't make a difference uh again or the way it was uh, you know put together by the republican messaging teams um didn't have an impact all that much crime is an issue and that affected uh, uh but remember a lot of people in your major urban cities you look at the map the country is largely red if you look at state by state county by county uh, the country is largely red except for the coasts the entire west coast is blue uh, Washington, Oregon, and California with pockets of conservatism here and there. Christine Drazen gave it a great run in Oregon, but uh, she loses to the uh, the left winger. And again, we did not expect Republicans to win in blue, heavily blue districts, although they gave them um, a, a good run for their money. Uh, Lee Zeldin in New York lost by five points. Uh, Tudor Dixon uh, lost by just uh, about six or seven points in um, in Michigan. Uh, and so, and, and much of this we talked about in the last episode, still with Democrat, uh, tactics of drop and roll, uh, these uh, manufacturing of the ballots, uh, and, uh, stuffing the, uh, ballot drop box, et cetera. Uh, so even with that, the abortion issue was a factor. Uh, the quote unquote democracy issue was a factor. For two years now, we've had the media, the Democrats, and even some establishment Republicans pounding into the head. Democracy is being threatened. Trump is a threat. Uh, we had it in the state of Maryland where we broadcast from behind enemy lines with Dan Cox, the uh, the election deniers, the J6 committee, the constant media pounding of uh, democracy is at stake. I think it had an effect with some voters, but more importantly, the abortion issue, uh, Lindsey Graham stumbled badly when he put together that federal uh, bill uh, to uh, restrict abortions. It didn't ban abortions. It just had some common sense restrictions, no abortions after 15 weeks. And we had argued after the uh, Roe v. Wade Dobbs versus Jackson that this was going to go back to the states. Well, that scared a lot of people when the, when Lindsey Graham put that bill up. It scared people so much. Democrats were smart enough to put abortion on the issue in like three or four states. And in every one of those states, uh, again, they were able, Michigan was one of them uh, with, I think it was uh, question three. Uh, they were able to uh, to turn out uh, massive numbers. And oh, by the way, while I'm here voting for uh, killing babies uh, on demand, uh, I just I'm going to vote down ballot for the rest of the Democrats or up ballot for the rest of the Democrats, however way it went. So Democrats are pretty smart at what they do. We got to be smarter. Uh, we just don't have the right leadership. And we need better minds. We need better performance. It is not Donald Trump's fault. It's, uh, again, Ron DeSantis had a great night. I understand that. Don't take the bait of trying to, you know, make us pick between the two. Uh, this is Donald Trump's party, uh, and it will remain his party until the day he says, uh, that he's done or he's not running and he hands over the car keys to Ron DeSantis or whoever it happens to be, Kerry Lake or, uh, Christine Ohm, or I'm sure there'll be other people, uh, bubbling up. But there was some good news and I wanted to share that with you, uh, here today, uh, regarding, um, in the state judicial elections in Ohio, Republicans ended up sweeping all three seats for the state Supreme Court there, allowing conservatives to likely have a 4-3 majority in their highest judicial body. 
A Republican judicial candidates in North Carolina also enjoyed major victories on Tuesday with GOP nominees for the state Supreme Court flipping the two seats up for election this cycle. That projected win now gives Republicans a 5-2 majority on the high court beginning next year. And earlier this year, the Democrat-controlled court had struck down two state constitutional amendments previously adopted by state voters about four years ago with the ruling coalition claiming uh, the, the National Review reported that the two houses of the state legislature that proposed them included districts that were racially gerrymandered. So, uh, again, uh, good news in Ohio and in North Carolina, because eventually some of these issues get to the Supreme Courts, these high judicial bodies on election issues, and uh, you're going to want to have friendlies there. On the education front, we said this was the year of the parent. Uh, it did show up uh, not as great as we thought it would. Uh, but still enough to where changes were made. Republicans fared very well in a number of key states across the country in Kansas. Four conservative candidates for the state's Board of Ed all projected to win their races, giving them a 7-3 majority. Similar trends were also seen in Texas, where conservatives were projected to win their bids for the seats on the state's education board. The 1776 Project PAC uh, also projected conservatives to control of the Brandywine Board of Education in Michigan and also here in Maryland, Carroll County, which is a suburb of Baltimore, northwest suburb, uh, forecasting three of their candidates have flipped uh, the county school board from Democrat to Republican. Additionally, states saw major conservative local school board victories in Florida and in North Carolina. The great news is a Virginia Democrat Congresswoman Elaine Loria uh, sitting on the J6 committee, uh, got handed a pink slip uh, by the voters on Tuesday when she lost her re-election bid to Republican Jennifer Kiggins. Uh, Jennifer is a Navy helicopter pilot, retired. Uh, Lori is one of the four members of the committee not returning to Congress next year. Democrat Stephanie Murphy of Florida, along with uh, the lizard, Liz Cheney, who was blown out by Harriet Hageman in Wyoming, and crying Adam Kinziger of Illinois. Uh, both of them opted out, uh, Murphy and Kinziger, not to run. Uh, Cheney, as we know, uh, got uh, blown out uh, badly. Uh, elsewhere, the DCCC chair, uh, Sean Patrick Maloney, lost his reelection bid in New York 17, marking a major loss, major loss for the House uh, Democrats, defeated by Republican candidate Mike Lawler. Uh, according to Fox, the DCCC had poured roughly 600000 into the race to save Maloney in the month's um, leading up to the election uh, day uh, to no avail. And again, thanks to the protective and proactive leadership of Governor DeSantis, Florida status as a solidly red state is no longer in doubt. In addition to DeSantis, uh, DeSantis rather, uh, maybe we call him DeSantis Claus, right, in the state of Florida. Senator Marco Rubio sweeping victory Tuesday night. Florida Republicans also expanded their numbers in the state legislature. We also picked up, I think, four seats uh, four to five seats in Republica and uh, in Florida as well. So oh, they, there's some good news, some excellent news, and uh, one that uh, you should share with your friends and family uh, again. The House is, uh, I think, a certainty. The Senate, a possibility. If Laxalt can survive uh, all the shenanigans in Nevada, uh, that's a 50-50 proposition. Bigger hill climb for Blake Masters in Arizona, but if uh, these Kerry Lake ballots that she's talking about come to fruition, he's got a fighting chance. And if that happens, it goes 51. Georgia is a moot point. Uh, and uh, if you lose both those races, uh, then you're going to need uh, Georgia just to uh, uh, to tie at this point, and then it stays in the hands of Campbell. So we do need... Uh, 
We do need at least one of those, and uh, Nevada was the hopeful one. That would put us at 50, and then uh, Georgia would be at 51. So keep your fingers crossed, say your prayers, and uh, keep living right, as they say. And as always, thanks for tuning in uh, today uh, to the Sean Casey Show, uh, the Casey Commentary, back on Monday with a brand-new episode. By the way, you can get in touch with us here at Show at gmail.com. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Thanks again for joining us for the Sean Casey Show, a podcast for patriots. This has been the Casey Commentary. Uh, Some good election news. Uh, Join us again Monday for our brand new episode, and thanks for uh, downloading all of our episodes. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And until Monday, stay free. Stay free.